This is the Village Church Q&A podcast, where our goal is to create digital, shareable, and helpful content to make disciples who will go, grow, and overcome. Hey, Village Church. Welcome back to the Village Church Q&A podcast. Pastor Tim and Pastor Michael with you. Thanks for joining us today. Pastor Michael, we've got another communion question for you. Yay. Is there anything in Scripture that tells us how often to or not to take communion? I got a great answer. Yes and, and no. no. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let me read 1 Corinthians 11, 25 to 26. Um, 1 Corinthians 11 toward the end is the standard passage of Scripture um, on communion. And um, it, communion comes up three times in the Gospels. It's a Passover meal that mm-hmm. Jesus is celebrating. And uh, it's described. There's a few little nuances there, but Paul really brings all of it together into one just cohesive um, text to scripture. So here is where, if anything or anywhere, you're going to find some kind of advice on this question. So here's what it says. In the same way also, he, Jesus, took the cup after supper saying, this cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance as me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink the cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. So here's this phrase, for as often as you eat or drink. Yeah, what does that mean? Three interpretations possible. Number one, as often as you celebrate Passover. So communion, what we know of communion, um, emerged out of the last, quote, supper, which Mm -hmm. was the last Passover meal, which was a Jewish feast and festival. Jesus died on Passover. Mm -hmm. And uh, so some people have said, okay, we'll celebrate communion every year. And as Christians, we're going to celebrate the Passover feast. So that means once a year. Once a year. And there are some people who take this. I have some issues with this, one of of which is Colossians tells us um, that no longer are we required to celebrate feasts and festivals. Um, The totality of the New Testament says um, the law and all of its restrictions and all of its feasts and festivals, everything is no longer required because they have been fulfilled in and through Jesus Christ. Right. It doesn't mean we can't celebrate them if we want to. It just means it's not required to. Mm -hmm. Um, Also, um, in the Corinthian audience, it was largely primarily a Gentile audience. So this whole Passover idea um, is not a very common concept to the majority of them. And it seems what happened is that um, what started as a Passover, um, the church at large took and they um, had like a mini Passover meal every time they gathered. And that was the habit and tendency of the Mm -hmm. early church. Every time they got together, they broke bread and they had wine. And uh, even though its roots were in Passover, Jesus redeemed Passover. And now instead of celebrating Passover, which looked forward, now they just celebrate the the substance, which is the death of Jesus Christ. And they celebrate that. Now, option number one is as often as you celebrate Passover. Option number two, as often as you choose to do it. Um, So it doesn't say do it every single time. It just says as often as you do it. And Protestant churches are all over the map on this. I've been in churches that they celebrate it every fifth Sunday, and then some churches do it monthly, Yep. and other churches do it every time they come together, so weekly. Totally. And so, I I mean, technically, they can go back to the text and say it doesn't tell us. And I will say to them, I totally agree. So my church I grew up in, they did it once a month. Um, There are some churches, I think an emerging trend in some of the more um, in some of the more recent church plants is they do it randomly, maybe Mm -hmm. once or twice or three times a year. Um, And I I can't fault them for it. But 
let, let, let me tell you a story. So back in 2011, we went from having monthly communion at Village Church to weekly communion. So every week we celebrate communion. And um, some people thought we did it because the Bible mandates mm. that we do weekly communion. And that's actually not why we did it. We didn't move that direction out of a conviction that um, that the Bible mandates weekly communion. We moved that direction because uh, monthly communion um, was fine, but our church needed to be rerooted and regrounded in the gospel mm-hmm. and have it ramrodded in our face and pushed and shoved in our face every single week and to be reminded that what binds us together is the blood of Jesus Christ. So that's why we did it. Um, but when we did it, this is interesting. Um, there were so many questions beforehand because we told the church beforehand, we're trying to take them with us. And, and they said a couple things. Number one, um, won't we get bored of doing it every week? Which by the way, we're not always great at doing communion, right? Sometimes we can be boring. (laughs) I'm not saying that it's not, doesn't get bored every week, but does music get boring every week? Does Mm -hmm. preaching get boring every, well, that's a different question. So, um, (laughs) but that I get it. Okay, fine. Um, but the gospel of Jesus Christ is the central reason why we gather together, and that Amen. is what communion illustrates and celebrates. So that's yes. number one. Number two, won't people think we're Catholic is what they said. Won't this confuse Roman Catholics? They'll think like, oh, um, we must be um, like them. And and this is, I think, the most common response as to why people don't celebrate communion. Protestants don't celebrate communion on a weekly basis. They're afraid that it's going to look Roman Catholic. Mm. And, uh, and this is, I think a very special, important thing that, that Protestants need to pay attention to. We don't base what we do off of a reaction to anybody else. We base what we do based in scripture and what is most edifying and beneficial for our body. And uh, so I think a lot of Protestants are afraid that we're going to look too Catholic so we don't do that. I don't really care if we look right. too Catholic. I, I mean, I want to be biblical and I want to be helpful. Mm-hmm. Those, are the, those are two huge categories of how we think about this. So, you know, option number two is as often as you do it and you can do it as often as you want to. And that's fine. Again, I will say most Protestants are reacting against Roman Catholicism rather than making a clear-headed decision. But that's just my two cents. The third interpretation is as often as you gather. I think this is the most accurate for one primary reason, because this is how the early church understood it. And whatever Paul meant, this is how they applied it. Mm -hmm. It it was standard practice for hundreds and hundreds, if not a thousand plus years, that when the church gathers, we celebrate communion. So, um, Now we don't do that largely because of a reaction against Roman Catholicism that is in the blood of Protestant evangelicalism. Okay. But Mm -hmm. um, this was how it was understood. Again, I'm not going to die on this hill. If I, if I had to attend or pastor a church that did it once a month, I'm not going to like be like, this is sin. But I also understand that historically that's not the way the church practiced communion. Um, Somebody could respond and say, okay, well, historically, the church really confused the meaning of communion and early on started making it much more magical and spiritually potent than it actually is. And I'll say, you know what? You're right. The early church did a lot of things dumb. Right. And so they're not the standard, which is why I'm not going to call it sin if you do it every fourth week or every fifth week or whatever. Um, so all I have to say is the three options are as often as you celebrate Passover, as often as you choose to do it, and as often as you gather. Big picture is the Bible is not crystal clear on it. But the most important thing is, is 
the death and resurrection of Jesus a central event in every one of your worship gatherings, period. If Mm. it is not, then you're doing something wrong. And communion, I believe, is God's way to inject that into our gathering so we cannot get away from it. Yeah, to centralize us back on the gospel of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank you, listeners, for joining us today. Please do us three favors. Go to our church website, vcob.org, and ask a question for our podcast by clicking on that link that says Q&A Podcast. Second, share this podcast if it's been meaningful to you with a friend or a coworker or someone you might know that would benefit from it. And third, review this podcast by going to the iTunes store and listening to our tutorial at the end of this podcast. Please join us next time when we answer the question, can I be a Christian and not believe in the resurrection? A one-minute tutorial on leaving ratings and reviews. Step number one, do not open your podcast app, but open the iTunes store app on your phone or iPad or the iTunes store on your computer. Step number two, Go into your search engine and type in the words Village Church of Bartlett. Step number three. Use your eyes and see the purple podcast labeled Village Church Q&A Podcast and then click it or push it. Step number four. Click ratings and reviews. It should be right in the middle of your page and you will have the opportunity to give us Five stars. Five stars. stars. Please give us five stars. And right underneath that will bring us to step number 435,000. You will see the words, write a review. Click that, write your review, preferably if it is a kind review, we'd appreciate that. And you will have the opportunity to write a title and a review. Your title is the name of your review, like Pastor Tim is beautiful. Pastor Michael is so lovely and wonderful. And then in your review, you actually write your comments, your feedback, your genuine, honest, candid thoughts on this podcast. Step infinity. Submit it. And you're all done. And on behalf of everybody here at the Village Church Q&A podcast, we want to say thank you, thank you, thank you. And we want to get this content into as many hearts and hands as humanly possible.